Are you living the life of your dreams with the partner of your dreams? If not, stay tuned in for this weekend edition of Sexy Confidence Bakes Bad with Lady Eva, dating bootcamp coach. I had so much fun with two young ladies. They are in their mid-20s, Bianca and Madison, talking about ghost talk, about boys, about dating, about boyfriends, girlfriends. I think you're going to have lots of fun listening to them. What a privilege to have Madison again. And uh, she brought her friend, Bianca, with her. So it's going to be a very interesting presentation about uh, how people cope in this time of quarantine. Either they have a boyfriend or they are dating. And if you don't remember Madison, Madison is the lady who is art. She's crocheting um, men's penises, which is pretty interesting uh, concept. So I would like to know how is she? She was supposed to have an exhibition and I was supposed to go and see it. But of course, because of COVID did not happen. Hi, Madison. Hi, Bianca. Hello. Hello. <laughs> nice to see you again. Very nice to see you again too. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself and after Bianca, if you would like to introduce yourself after. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's me, Madison again. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> I'm an artist from home now. That's pretty interesting. Art University is not meant for online, so that's been fun to navigate. Um, my name is Bianca. Um, I'm Madison's friend. <laughs> uh, I'm working from home now, um, so I normally work in an office, but working from home now, which is interesting. What do so. you do? I work in engineering, so I work in shipbuilding. Yeah, so I'm a mechanical engineer. Oh, how old are you? Are you so young? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's tough. It's tough to do from home, I find, because I am like a new graduate, so I'm still trying to learn a lot. And so having to work from home, not having the same resources I would with coworkers in the office, um, it's tricky. And I also find just it's a new setup. You know, you have to be so self-motivated and diligent with yourself, mm -hmm. which is so hard. So yeah, it's tricky. Everything is about systems, how you set up your day. If I don't prepare a schedule for the day, forget it. I'm mm -hmm. like, I don't know what day it is, what time it is, you know, I'm totally lost. So for me, it's important to have a schedule and I suppose, if you work from home, it's the same thing, right? Yeah, I've actually started dressing in my work clothes or like sort of work clothes every day because yeah. I used to just kind of wear pajamas because it didn't matter. But then I realized, I was like, this is not good. So that's my little thing I do. I just like get dressed every day in like proper clothes usually before I work. And it just helps it make it feel more like a normal day. Yeah. That's very smart because I know many people who are solopreneurs or they have their own little company the only way they can get into that mindset that, okay, now it's work time, they get dressed. It's like, okay, now I'm going to work. And suddenly they shut everything out and they start the work. So My roommate even, she, she started doing this. She'll go for, she'll make her coffee and everything like she's getting ready for work and walk around the block like it's her commute and then start doing things and then does the same in reverse 
in the evening, which is, you know, it's like your little commute. It helps to like get that. in that right mindset, which I think is a pretty nice idea. Also, it gives you a little bit of energy in the morning. It's not so like, okay, I'm just getting up, I'm having my coffee, and I'm just, you know, but you had almost like a little workout. Yeah. And then it can also help you regulate your morning schedule opposed to waking up 10 minutes. I'm not saying that you necessarily are doing this, Bianca, but waking up like 10 minutes before you have to start work or something. It helps you get out of that cycle as well. I would imagine. I'm definitely not doing that, but I think it's a good plan. (laughs) So how have you been? What is up with you, medicine? Well, I've been better. Um, This is my first, I don't know, my first like global or like adult crisis that the world is going through. Um, I was very young when like in the 2008, the recession, and like 9-11 as well, like big life events for North Americans, I wasn't really an adult for. So this has been definitely interesting. It's also, yeah, I had to stop being frustrated and upset about my current situation because my grad, my graduation show got canceled and another exhibition that I was doing was also canceled. And so that was, and all my classes for obvious reasons, but, um, like not pitying myself because I mean in 2008 during the recession I felt so bad for everyone graduating because of the state of the economy and now I'm one of those people who is going to be entering the arts world with whatever is going to happen next um so it's been tricky definitely some low points but also a lot of really positive ones as well it's nice being able to like do a weekly zoom call with my family and really just check in with everyone and normalizing that sort of routine. So that's been good. I think people are really realizing what matters now a little bit more. I don't know if, yeah, like connecting with family, connecting with friends, people that you care about, checking in on them, and also a new appreciation for the arts, I think. When you think about if you're watching Netflix all day, that's film, like if you're, you know, doing crafts yourself or, I don't know, all of those things, so. You know what? It's going to be interesting. I was just talking to someone because your generation in 30, 40 years from now, they're going to say, you remember those days, those old days when we were all in quarantine and telling your kids, grandkids? It's like there is always somehow the history repeats itself that always gives you something to talk about later on. But yeah, it's, um, it's not easy. What about your boyfriend? Um, He's doing well. He's working from, he's set up a monitor in his parents' house. So he has a little commute daily. He'll go bike on over there and then um, work his, you know, nine to five and then heads back. And his family, because I don't have family in Canada, um, and they are very kind and very loving people. And they've kind of taken me in because they recognize that like they are my adult family they are my family here in Canada so I do a little like every Sunday so tonight I'll do this um they make dinner for us and we watch like an SNL or stand-up comedy something like that so that's a nice little routine Mm -hmm. but he's doing well yeah I think having that outside space to work in is really good for him and also being walking distance to his parents is also comforting as well so you are not closed in 24 7 you have that time apart because many people have a problem with that, to be close together for 24-7. Yeah. 
Well, I, yeah, so I'm in what we call a quarantine circle. So I am seeing him still. Um, and my roommate, she, she had an injury in December. And so she's been basically home and quarantining since December. Yeah, her leg, well, someone broke her leg. She was in an accident. So now that her leg is healing, this has happened. So she's a little, going a little stir crazy. But um, yeah, so we are all in the same circle. That's how Bianca lives in the same house as Oscar, um, my boyfriend. So it is, it's nice to be able to see one another. We've gotten much closer. But yeah, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little away from myself. I'm a little tangent there. No, it's okay. It's your, your, whatever I'm asking, I just want you to tell your story. And what about Bianca? Do you do you date or um, do you have a boyfriend? Do you I date? date. I, date. <laughs> I date. I don't have a boyfriend, so I'm just yeah. Dating is really weird right now. Yeah. How you manage it? I'm curious how you manage dating at this it's, point. Oh, I'd say a little like social distance dates. Yeah, I've actually done it. I've done that a little bit. It's just weird because I find like. And this might be a super generalization, like generalization, but I find even some of my friends I talk to, it's like a lot of men don't care about the rules set right now of social distancing. When what it do comes you mean, to men not caring about rules? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's a, that's a, it's really interesting. I never heard of that. Oh yeah. my goodness! You're yeah, not right? respecting boundaries. Men, what yeah. is this? They're not listening to boundaries. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So basically, like, I just know so many girlfriends right now that are just like, yeah, there's these men, and they're trying to come over to my house, or they want me to come over to their house, and they like, you know what I mean, like complete strangers at this point, and it's just like they're like, yeah, who cares about quarantine if we're in love? Like, you just like dumb in love. I've never know. seen your face before. Like, yeah, I can't even. So yeah. it's kind of crazy, and I personally think right now is a good time to date because you have these like really strict rules on how much contact you can have. So I think it really takes away that like initial physical you don't get aspect. caught up in the physical yeah world. and you can actually get to know people and kind of suss out if you actually like them or not or they actually like you too because it's kind of if somebody's willing to put that like time and effort into like finding ways to date you right now in a way that's like FaceTime safe to yeah. others as well you know what I mean and is kind of going out of their way to do things that are special and fun then I think that's like a good quality versus somebody who's like, nah, just come over. It doesn't matter. It's a little bit like, wow, really? You're that selfish during a pandemic? Like, yeah. I don't think this is the type of person I want. Well, it's even like when I got together with my boyfriend a few years ago, um, he moved to Germany to go on exchange. So we did a lot of FaceTiming and, you know, the first few months yeah. of our relationship were like just FaceTime calls. And occasionally he would fly back from Germany. But then I went to go meet him in Europe when it was all over, his um, work term. But that was really lovely because we got to get really close beforehand, you know. And so it's not the same thing. There isn't, but it's, it wasn't a global pandemic at that point. But still, you're getting to know each yeah. other on, like, another level first. Yeah. And getting to, like, actually know the person. Because dating, especially now, is just so weird because a lot of times, like, you don't know this person at all. It's all just based off of, like, a few small conversations and like a lot of it is physical appearance which is not the best way to find a good partner so it's just it's you know what i did uh, i did a podcast and i was talking how how amazing it is that at this point 
you don't have that that tension that okay she's he's going to kiss me he's going to hug me mm -hmm. uh, he's going to hold my hand he's going to ask me to go home it's the best time to know someone really mm -hmm. you know it's like and i and people say but we cannot get close together i said you always can get close together keep the two two meter or whatever six feet uh, distance go in a park one sits on one bench the other one on the other one and you talk because i believe that even though you connect in uh, many areas and a lot of levels but that physical attraction it's still important that you like you know you can feel that sparks is there or it's not yeah but, well you yeah, yeah you had some <laughs> you figured out some stuff recently yeah, yeah. sorry oh, tell, me, tell, me, tell me tell me tell me <laughs> i've been like seeing somebody for i guess a couple weeks now of yeah, just like trying as well yeah. yeah so just like a couple of weeks well like being back so yeah. like we first started talking when i left for a trip so i did a month about a month in the philippines and so that was before the pandemic so i basically came back to vancouver and it was like such a different state so it was very weird because when i left for my trip everything was still very in in bc and in canada very normal and i came back to like being told I can't go back to work, I can't, you know, leave for 14 days, I need to self-isolate, I can't see my friends, like, all that stuff, so it's very weird to come back to, and a little bit overwhelming, but, yeah, and then, so I, I started going on these, like, social distance days, so it's, like, things that they do that are sweet, like, you yeah. know, like, going on walks, or just, like, making things a little bit, like, special, doing different things, but, I don't know, the more, like, honestly, I've just gotten to a point where, like, I've got to know this person a bit more, and it's just, it's like it's not there you know and you just kind of find out like there's you get to know them better and at least for me I was like I feel bad about it but it's just it's not you don't there, need to feel bad about that that's yeah it's just, but it's one of those nice things because I also find as women like I sometimes don't like going on a first date like in normal circumstances I don't like it because I feel this pressure and this like obligation to do something with the person and if I like them sometimes I, it's like again this you shouldn't feel that do you mean but, like sexually yeah or, or yeah. any physical at yeah. all and so and sometimes too if you like them you're like well I want like you know women we have needs too like you want to do certain things sometimes but you're like oh is this a good idea with somebody I don't know quite well yet or like there's that you know I find this pressure of like you should be able to do what you want but at the same time sometimes that kind of backfires because you don't yeah, get to if, know the person well enough also you if you're distracted by like what your appearance is like oh he's talking but i need to use the washroom when's a good time to go like stuff like yeah. that and versus, just and just yeah. also sometimes the safety factor of oh, if you're definitely. going on a date with somebody and they have an expectation of something physical and you're not feeling it you can feel super unsafe super quickly mm -hmm. but i find that right now with these like restrictions if you go on a walk with somebody if they start getting too close you can fully pull like a hey like stay yeah. further away from like it's just really easy if you don't feel super like comfortable with the person and you're not very attracted to them you just have this really excuse. <laughs> exactly a really yeah. easy excuse and it's sad that you have to do that like you should be able to tell a partner or like a person that you're on a date with that like you are not interested in them like you met them you like them or you don't like them whatever but I find that sometimes that can be really scary and I don't always feel like comfortable or safe just being upfront with somebody being like hey I had a good time tonight no thanks I'm gonna go home like you know what I mean yeah. some people don't like that they don't take 
that well oh, or they God, can be no. very like pushy and so this just like you can have because well, there traits. is that fear of like what if they end up stalking me or what if they end yeah. up having like the feeling of like oh i have nothing to lose now yeah um yeah oh there's nothing scarier than someone that doesn't have anything to lose i'll tell you that but yeah anyway that's a whole other yeah. conversation but yeah but I, I find like that's probably why your relationship started like worked quite well because you guys got to know each other so well yeah and have like respect and well, we like, also talked for it. months Oh, like before we were texting for months before we ever met in person and then yeah and then we started hanging out more and more for a little bit and then he went away for a bit that was the most vague story that I've told <laughs> <laughs> there's the summary but yeah there is such a thing Bianca that when you have when you're going to meet you're going to go on your first date you can put your boundaries down and you say you know what I am coming, I'm going to see you, we're going to have a good time, but these are my values, these are my boundaries. Don't expect me to go with you. And so if from the beginning, they know what to expect, and if they expect something else, they're going to say, no, I don't want to go for the date. And you know, it's not for you. Don't be afraid to do that. Yeah, no, that's a good, a good thing too. And I mean, like sometimes you feel like you don't want to, like, I know this is very like silly, but you're like, oh, I don't want to say no because then they might not be interested. But again, like, that's not a person that's you should want to, I was going to say, that's not a person you should want to be with. Like, at yeah. least I've grown to that point of knowing that like, if I say no and blow you off, like not blow you off, but say like set boundaries mm-hmm. and yeah. you don't respect them. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. You don't respect me and that's you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it wouldn't work well anyway, so. Well, it's also, I like, think- men can satisfy themselves, and just because there's a woman around doesn't mean it's her job to do it for him. Mm-hmm. I think that we forget that sometimes. But or I, just that yeah. they give you, if you, they've given you, like, time and attention, it doesn't mean that you now owe them any physical. Yeah. You don't owe anybody anything. Yeah. Not ever. And if they come up strong, you know what? They are losing big time because you are worth waiting for and tell them tell them it's hard yeah it's no tell them it's no it's it from the beginning this is these are my this is what i expect from this date let's know each other second time if it it works well and you like each other then you can talk about what are your values what are your boundaries and (laughs) you start telling me something that it's not respectful I get up and I'm out of here. And you know, and watch if they, how they treat other people because it says a lot about their personalities. I always say how they like try and order a drink at a bar, like a bartender or a server, or also how they talk about their mother or their ex-girlfriend. Or their ex-girlfriend. The way they talk about their ex-girlfriend. Yep. If they say, oh yeah, well I dated this crazy girl. I'm like, what did you do to make her do? Something that we've all probably done and haven't shared or haven't gotten caught doing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of... She might have been crazy and it could be true, but it's not your place to say it right in the beginning well it's also i think that we need to stop calling women crazy for having feelings or feeling betrayed or you know uncomfortable or being gaslighted yeah Yeah. but again to me it's just like if you cared about this person at one point you like had feelings for them or loved them or anything then you should have enough respect that 
if you know you're being asked about them that you speak of them in at least like if you're not going to speak about them in a positive light at least don't make it negative because or you don't have to talk about them. and yeah and i was gonna say that's even for later like let's say you do have a bad relationship and it's like past trauma then you could open up with that but you don't talk about that on like a first date or a second date with a new person yeah. like that's not what you talk so as soon as somebody says negative things i'm like mm-hmm. Because when they say negative things about another person, it's just a matter of time when they're going to talk about you the same way. Exactly. Well, also, so on a slightly different note, something I've been thinking about is, may I use your current situation with that boy as an example? Yes. So this boy that was like, because he, you didn't show up, but he asked like, oh, like, where's this going? Like, like, would you like to be in a relationship? And like, yeah. He that's said, something women typically are known for asking, which pisses men off. Like, that's the <laughs> stereotype. So I just, like, had a little giggle about that yesterday when she told me. But um, but also, let's say that there wasn't a global pandemic going on. You guys could have, like, let's say, hung out, had sex or something, and then he could have never talked to you again. Or yeah. you guys, it could have just fallen through because he got what he wanted. But now, because that isn't a possibility, this has gone on, and you got to know him, and you're like, oh. But it, let's say it wasn't a global pandemic and he just hadn't contacted you because he got what he wanted or whatever. You could be thinking about him for months and like, what did I do? What like, what's wrong with me that he didn't want me there? But instead, really, you just weren't compatible and you're wasting time thinking about someone I, that... So sorry to use you as an example, no, but like, yeah, just... I find, and that's one thing I find really frustrating, and I found this with like past people is the ones... And I, I don't like this, but I find that it's almost like a thing that I have to do now is the ones that I have sex with right, like very early on, almost like, you know, right away or like after like knowing them not super long. And because again, I don't think that, I'll say this after, but if I have sex with them pretty quickly, usually it doesn't work out. It doesn't become anything serious. They're kind of flaky and I end up being like, well, what did I do wrong? All the guys that I make wait, you know, they have to take me on a bunch of dates and like, play the whole like not hard to get you know what I mean wait it out and then they all want relationships and they all want to date and I don't know if it's just because those are the ones who stick around they keep trying versus the other ones but at the same time it's like I don't think I should have to wait until a guy wants to like date me to have sex because I you know like we are people who like at least me I'm we're human yeah (laughs) women have needs too but I find that when men have sex right away with somebody it's like and I know this is kind of an old school view, but that's what I found at least with my experience is that if I don't wait long enough, then they just don't even see it as something worth working on. And then, you know what I mean? Do you think it's because they might think you're fast? I don't know about I don't know. Maybe. I, yeah. And that's the thing I don't know, but it, that's the thing that frustrates me is I shouldn't have to do, like, jump through all these hoops and wait this whole time, make you, like, like me so much before we have sex. Like, I don't know. Maybe it is. It's just like, you know, they get what they want and they're over it. I don't know. <laughs> Make a decision. If you want somebody just for sex, then go for it. Yeah. If you yeah. want a relationship, then really, and if you see that that person is really somebody you would want to be with, then yeah. change your approach. That's the only thing you can do. Yeah. Well, so, so there is the one example of mine was when I was single. There's also something that I started doing as well is if I didn't necessarily think that I was going to end up dating someone, but I liked them enough physically. Just because you also initiate that doesn't mean you have to execute the act. That's something that I found when I was single too. That's not the most related thing, but like I have been fully 
in the moment with someone and then been like, actually not into this. And they were respectful. <laughs> and then I just went home yeah. and like, sorry, he can satisfy himself after I leave, but I just, you know, not worth the possible pregnancy, possible disease, not worth my fucking time. Um, so I, yeah. Can I swear on you? Yeah, I understand. <laughs> it's, but, um, it's totally, it's totally cool. It's totally cool. And you know, those guys, when you, when you said that, that point says, you know what, it's not what I want. And mm -hmm. if they respect you, it means that there are people who you want to be surrounded with. Because yeah. usual people, men, they're going to pressure you. Yeah. But talking now, condoms, ladies condoms it's like really so many things are out there that you be safe really be safe yeah very pro condoms yeah you use them you gotta use them you have to because you never know if you get one of the like herpes, you never can get rid of it and i heard that it's uh -huh. very painful uh -huh. and uh, they were talking about how chlamydia is on up up and it's going to prevent you to have maybe children because it makes you infertile. So you don't catch it fast enough. Yeah. yeah you, so be careful. You are out there, but you know, think about the future. And if you are with the same person all the time, then yeah, you know, they don't stray away and you are together. Then it's a different issue. But in the beginning, don't just let. Also, whoever. I think we need to normalize and maybe even sexualize <laughs> getting tested yeah. make that a fun thing yeah. because i mean when i got together with my boyfriend we both got tested um yeah. and we asked to see each other's results because sometimes people lie and but that's what know. i'm saying when you are already a couple when you decide to be only you're going to decide to be together then yeah go testing and then you don't have to be afraid but yeah, make now, a fun day of it you know <laughs> yeah no yeah. fully I think it's uh, I think it's important because it takes just like one time to one drunken mistake. One yeah. drunken oh, mistake. I realize it is more my responsibility than I thought before because mm -hmm. I get tested mm -hmm. and I have IUD, so I can't like right now for like the next whatever years I can't get pregnant. Like I've got my bases covered, and I find that I would think that a man should be responsible enough. You're a grown ass man you should be getting, or, you know, if it's like a woman, whatever, you guys should be getting tested before you have unprotected sex with a partner. But also, I guess it's just, it is both people's responsibility because at the end of the day, if I don't ask for somebody to use a condom or if they're clean, it's going to be my body that suffers consequences. But it's just, it's frustrating because I'm here doing like the right steps. And then there are people out there that aren't doing that. And then they just, you know what I mean? Like they might not use a condom or something. And you're like, well, that's so rude like yeah. so, yeah. let me tell you that in the uh, i know people in um in a different community that they had and they have aids and they don't care so there are many people there are many people there are many people who either they feel they are invincible or they think that you know what it's not my problem yeah they don't care it's about not them. true so that's why i'm saying really girls be safe yeah. It's also, thank the Lord for the invention of PrEP as well. Yeah. PrEP is, um, so you can take it and it like prevents you if you have unprotected sex with someone who is HIV positive, it oh. can block it. 
um, but also can it help with symptoms? So if you have it and you're taking it, it can make it so you don't transmit it to other people. Really? And I, I, I would like, never heard of yeah, that. If anyone's listening, I, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, no, this is something <laughs> that everyone <laughs> should look up. No, I know a lot of people that are on it and it's a great <clears throat> thing because we know what happened and with the AIDS like epidemic but, and like with now even. But they're just AIDS, but how many others are, how many other uh, STDs are out there, you know? Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So it's, um, we are in, in a very interesting time, but I believe a lot of things going to change because of this pandemic mm -hmm. and people are not going to be so eager to shake uh, each other's hands and they're going to be some other things, you know, like you're going to take the precaution to be mm -hmm. safe. And, but still, I believe that is a perfect time to find someone to go out dating. I don't know. Have you seen that video? It was on YouTube, I believe. This young guy from an apartment building in New York and, uh, and the girl just across was doing some dancing. <laughs> So he uh, had uh, a drone, a drone, and um, sent his phone number to the girl, and they oh, had the drone and sent yeah. it to her. I saw that? that was so precious. Yeah, and I'm saying, be uh, really um, imaginative, be very creative, because there are so many things you can do, and yeah. this is the time, you know, like, okay, how can I meet this guy? How can I have the, you know? that connection, how can I see him anyway? And don't settle for a loser who's just like, yeah, baby, come over. Like, get the guy who's gonna send you a drone note that says- Get a guy with a drone. No, I just mean <laughs> like, get the guy who's doing something cute, noticing you dancing on a building or something and sends you a drone message. Like, that's sweet. Like, go wait for some like, more stuff. Like, it's a, yeah. it's a quarantine. You can date boring guys once this is over. You can. Yeah. You can date the ones who are going to do something weird and funny and extra. Yeah. I have a fun story, though. One of my friends, she was going, she had been on, like, three dates with a guy, um, three or four, and they were hanging out, and they both got sick, and he lived alone. He still does. And they ended up having to quarantine together for two weeks after their, like, third or fourth date. And they are head over heels for each other now. Oh, that's so cute. Isn't that crazy? That could go so that differently, could go though. So badly. Talking so about uh, her cat and everything, and her supplies, and they were just hanging out. But um, she had a lot of roommates, and they didn't want to expose them. And they're fine now. But also, what a what a love story. What a crazy story. But you know what? You have to be. Your intuition is always right, and I know that I have talked to some young people how they met and it was pure it was meant to be and sometimes it's just meant to be it's at the right time at the right moment you are there and you're going to meet the person that you less expect to be in love with well I used to joke like if if I had told myself at the time when I met my boyfriend that I was going to be dating an engineer that likes like techno and has red hair and yeah engineer like I just I was like that's not really my type but he is fully my type and we are so compatible so excited and happy that he's in my life every day very grateful for that but um also yeah branch out if the kind if your type isn't working out 
it's not set in stone. Like the nice guys can also be very stimulating in conversation and like be able to not just stare at your breasts, you know? Um, I don't know. Good to mix it up. Good to branch out. Well, if one is not working out, it's about time to change something else and forget the frogs, maybe go for dinosaurs or whatever. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the frogs does not turn into a prince, believe me. Uh, it's just like, stop going back to the same thing that isn't working, you know? Well, that's the definition of insanity, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Doing the same thing, expecting different outcomes. Yeah, from the same thing. And do you know what would you like from, if you're going to meet someone, you have an idea how, it's not even physically how to look, but what is the most important quality for you in a man? I guess like for me, yeah, it's definitely not very physical. I feel like I, maybe when I was younger, I had like a, an ideal like physical, but for me, it's very much like the person and it's just like a certain personality I need to be. It's like very calm because I can be not. Yeah, I was going to say, but also I like look for somebody who like kind of grounds me. So somebody who's very just like a calm presence. I really like those people the most um, because I feel like for me, it just makes me feel very like safe and calm as well when somebody's like that. It's just like a very, I don't know. It's, I need somebody like grounds me, but then yeah, somebody I can have fun with. Honestly, I feel like that's always something I struggle with is I want it to be more of a friend than like you know some people really want that like crazy passionate partner but then they don't have anything in common they don't hang out they don't do anything like I really want it to be somebody I can spend a lot of time with doing like we just have fun together you know what I mean yeah. like even something like going to the grocery store somehow is just like a nice fun thing to do so someone you're with laugh with you yeah think? yeah so I think that's something that I look for and so it's it's tricky sometimes because I think that's asking for a lot, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it's not. No, you know? never, never lower your standards. I have been, uh, I, I read something interesting says, if you meet a guy and your knees are weak and your, uh, you palpitate and your uh, hands are wet, that's not the guy for you. Yeah. <laughs> because that just, you know, that chemistry, that's just an instant thing. But knowing the person and getting whatever you want and in that person is not, nobody's perfect. Yeah. But if most of the values that you have and most of the things that you're looking for is in that person, then there it is. Yeah. I think it's important also to feel like you aren't um, changing yourself. I find that that's something that I've done in the past with somebody is that I, I kind of just acted in a way that I thought they would like. But then that's not even me and it's it never works out well because you're not even being like a genuine person in that moment i think the same thing with yeah. friends like i feel like that's the good thing about you is whenever we hang out mm -hmm. i don't feel like i have to be changing or hiding or like muting any of my personality yeah and that's something i think is tricky when you're dating somebody because you want to put your like best self forward but i think sometimes it's most important to put just like your true self forward yeah because that's what you're like that's who you are at the end of the day and so you want somebody that likes that and gets along with that and the no, same definitely. way I would yeah. want to be dating somebody for a while and then finding out that they've just been like pretending to be somebody I would like you know I want it to be because well, that won't last either yeah no. like, turn into someone that you aren't forever and that's, that's what I was gonna say <laughs> like the goal is to be around people that you do like yeah. and so 
and that'll appreciate you for yeah, who you are. Yeah, exactly. Like who you are, you're bringing things to the table. Like, yeah. Or so. you don't care, and more, uh, more you stay true to yourself. Yeah. More people going, the right people going to be attracted to you. The right people, because yeah. when you pretend it's the wrong people. Yeah. Well, then you can also have deeper, more meaningful relationships once you are yourself, because you have a genuine connection. I don't That's know. true. Yeah. 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 I, I have a very dry sense of humor that can be a little rattling to some. Like when we met, it was not uh, the easiest. Because <laughs> a lot of people don't think that I'm joking. So they just think that I'm um, blatantly rude. I don't know what the... Like, I don't know, because I'll talk to someone. I'll joke with them the way that I would joke with a like, close friend. And that's me just like, I want them to... I want to have a conversation that's fun, not just surface level. But that has proven difficult, especially when I was single. Dating with my personality was insane. I can't even believe anyone agreed to go on a date with me. But yeah, because I, I don't know if people didn't just leave the restaurant or something, you know. But also, yeah, being yourself, it weeds people out. I don't know. Yeah, that was just... No, it's, it's the most important thing. Stay yeah. true to yourself and don't allow anybody to step on you or mistreat you, or be, I don't know, don't, ever. And if it's like that, doesn't matter how much you love them, step away. Mm -hmm. And the only person you can change is yourself. They will never change. Some people, they, they realize what they're missing, and they're going to do the change, but you cannot force them. They have to realize that it's time to change. So, yeah. Well, it's also even, like, someone trying to change you. It's, like, one of the most disgusting thoughts to me like someone trying yeah. to change your personality to their yeah. standard it's like that's not, not helping yeah. anyone there are lots of people out there and the, the narcissism is kind of growing yeah read about it because you have to have a knowledge when you meet a person they are usually very alluring they are very nice and they drawn you in and by the time you realize it's too late so just stand your ground and know what you want and don't yeah. don't think that your list is so big it's not yeah mm -hmm. it's also yeah if someone isn't respecting your boundaries and who you are as a person someone else will so why waste your time on someone that's you can't like i don't know enjoy some time with or create a future with mm -hmm. when there's others out there there's so many men out there Everyone acts like there aren't. There's yeah. so many of them. We yeah. literally keep having them and they're growing up and they're here. They're everywhere. It's also if everyone does what we're talking about, if all women, like if we all just get together and are like actually lax men, um, then I feel like standards will also change. Like yeah. some examples I think it's, of that. Yeah, it's like when you're dating somebody, regardless of who they are, just make sure that you don't compromise like your own integrity and your own needs for that other person because at the end of the day you're teaching that other person like we're all learning that you're not like I don't know that they don't have to put that work in but they don't have to do these things for you and I think that like the same thing is that your partner should expect the same out of you is that you should be there as like an equal part of it like respecting them you know feeding them and helping them grow the same way they should be doing the same for you like it's not I don't know don't I don't know, it's just not like a one-way street. You've got to both like be there to like help each other grow. 
And that's also something, because that can be a really codependent cycle sometimes, um, in my experience, that like, especially during a pandemic, it's really easy to rely on a partner to be your therapist, your friend, and your lover, you know? And it's not healthy because, you know what, even if they are your person, it's not always fair. Like, everyone leans on people, no matter who they are, your friends, your family, that's really important. But putting that all onto one person, and also, if you are, take a step back and think about, are you doing the same thing for your partner? That's something that I had to, you know, think about. I had like a couple hard months, not too long ago, and I had to remind myself, like, do I need to be leaning in this way? Or can I find that strength within myself? Because I know that I can, but like, have I gotten lazy with my self-care and I'm putting that on someone? And also, yeah, I don't know. There was another point there. There was like the main point, the thesis of that statement. But you know what? One person cannot satisfy all, all your needs. One person shouldn't have to satisfy yeah. everything. Oh, sorry. That it's was like the personal point. growth too. Like you yeah. have to take care of yourself. Exactly. They also, have to have friends. I never t- trust a man who does not have friends because then you are stuck and they're going to look for your friends and then it, they, they need their own life too, like their own interests and they have to maybe, you know, like, compromise on some things to make time for you and room for you but at the same time you should not be their life and they should be yours yeah like you need to have things going on for yourself well so i think i remembered my my little point before it was to consider would you want to be like the way you're acting in a relationship and you're putting that energy towards your partner how would you feel if you were on the receiving end of that sorry that was what i was trying to say before that when you flip it sometimes, it really puts things into perspective. Yeah, and that's been, because we're all, we're adults, so like, you know, sometimes you gotta remind yourself to act like one. Yeah. But, but if you wanna be true to yourself, you have to live your own life, and mm-hmm. you, you are with the person not because of you need him, but you are because, with that person because you wanna be with that person. Yeah. And it's yeah. a huge difference. Because yeah. one, it's out of desperation. The other one, it's really... The choice. The choice, yeah. yeah. It's also something fun, because I just taught my boyfriend, because I, I crochet quite a bit, and I just taught him how to crochet. So he's been making little things. He just finished his first hat. It is the funniest looking hat. Uh, <laughs> he asked me a question the other day. You were with us um, outside. He asked a question about how to do something. <laughs> to like decrease stitches or something like that. And I looked at it and he had done every stitch wrong, the whole hat, weeks of work. And I've never seen someone's like dreams be shattered that fast. You're cracking up. But yeah, it was so, so sad. sad. His face just as yeah. soon as like, you did it wrong. Just drop me. He was like, oh. And then immediately I was like, well, actually this is a very unique way of doing this stitch. Very beautiful. You're well ahead of, you know. Uh, like a beginner level so that was that's lovely but yeah that's like crocheting is something that's a great therapeutic tool for me that I've made but hopefully a long career in fiber arts but it's really fun to see the therapeutic benefits of for him during a pandemic to be able to like feel productive while watching a movie or something I'll teach you yeah I was um, just looking at your yarn I was like I want to yeah, learn I'm making I'm making clothes now I was like let's make some summer sweaters and stuff an engineer always going to be it's the the left brain it's like 
like what did I do wrong? Let me see, count it, the stitches, you know, it, 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 it thinks in a very different way than you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Madison was going to show him how to do something. She's like, here, just give it to me. He's like, no, Madison, I need to do it to learn how, like, he's like, I so, need to do it myself to learn. Which was so, like, because he's also <laughs> an engineer and you are an engineer. You have very different brains, yeah. but, um, I don't know, for all the crocheters and knitters out there, imagine describing how to crochet to someone that doesn't know. It is... It's by showing. It's like step by step. It's showing step by step. Okay, yeah. this is one, two, three. <laughs> someone is, like, you're putting Ikea furniture together and you're not allowed to listen or look at the instructions, someone's just reading them to you <laughs> out loud. Like, that's how frustrating it can be. But, um, which is also a very fun activity. I think that some people should try that. That sounds like yeah. a great quarantine situation. But, um, yeah. Bianca, you having a boyfriend now or not, not sure? No, no. <laughs> Are so. you going on dating sites or? Um, no. That's usually how I meet most people is through them. I think I've met some people just through friends. But like when I was in university, I didn't really use them. But now that I'm out, it's just a lot harder because, you know, like, where else do you meet people? It's a bit trickier. Well, right now, in the grocery oh, store. That's yeah, the no, but I just mean, like, generally. But, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's, it's also tricky because I think people, when they have these dating apps, it just feels like this, like, unlimited selection of people. Yeah. And so even if you meet somebody that you like and you're kind of getting along with, sometimes it's just, like, there's it makes you think that there's like these hundreds of people that want to date you. When in fact, it's like not true. It was just people who saw a photo of you and liked it. But I think it kind of is like made dating a bit trickier now because people just kind of like feel like... Well, they get lazy with it. Yeah. They're like, oh, I said one weird thing. I don't want to apologize or hold myself accountable. I'm just going to move on. Start a new person. It's just a lot of like... And I find that that's one thing I really don't like is it's just kind of getting to know somebody, putting in that time, and then it doesn't really work out, and then on to the next, and I'm not really keen on that. I feel yeah. like, yeah. I find it, it's, it's really interesting, the dating sites. I signed up for two months. Oh, yeah. To do some research. Yeah. And it was really interesting. And well, I know a lady, a friend of mine, she signed up because she was like re- really bored and says, oh, I'm bored. What are you doing now? Whatever. And they came on and they were like, hi, I have this fantasy. And they, they were describing their sexual fantasies. And I'm like, I said, why don't you just talk and say hi? I, you know, like, uh, really, how are you? Oh, my goodness. That's, That's an amazing funny, story. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the things me, people say yeah. on those sometimes. Well, that's what I used to love about it. Even just seeing, like, how people present themselves in a few words and, like, what photos they are using to find a mate, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them, I'm just like, can I help you, please? Yeah. Like, One guy, his bio, it. like I had to take a photo of it. His bio was, if you're not a hooker, you can message me. <laughs> that was it. That was his vibe. If you're not a hooker, you can message me. Yeah. Like, okay. Also, with my dry humor, Tinder used to be quite fun. I remember someone, they were like very vegan. Every photo was vegan related and their whole bio was like a million emojis of leaves and like, uh, yeah. And I matched with them and they were like, oh, are you a vegan? Um, And I said, no, I actually enjoy killing and skinning animals as often as I can um, when I can get away. 
he did not find that funny. Um, obviously, I don't like. I barely eat meat. I don't know how to cook meat properly, so I just decided to not eat it because I don't want to get sick, which is a ridiculous thing considering I'm a young adult. But um, yeah, he did not like that at all. He really, yeah, stuff like that. I don't know. I used to really enjoy those conversations because I mean, you have to yeah. marry everyone that you match with, but it's fun to just. That's that's yeah. a tough thing though with messages because like I find I have a little bit of an odd sense of humor too, and so. I almost think it's best. My bio is always something a little bit like weird because then I just filter out all the people who don't get it right away. They just don't even talk to me. And then when I start talking to somebody though, it can be tough. And like even their messages, because it's hard to know humor through messages. So now like, yes, I try not to get to know people too much over the app. Like we talk a little bit, make sure it's somebody that I'm like, at least could have a conversation with. Then I'm like, let's just go like get coffee. Let's get a drink, something. Cause you almost know within minutes, like if there's anything there and then it just, you don't, you don't waste your time talking to people for like weeks on. Well, it's also, I have never been on a coffee date, but I've heard those are amazing. So I'm, uh, well, used to be a <sighs> let's get a drink kind of gal, but also that can turn into a few drinks and men sometimes can times. turn into a different kind of person when they're drinking or they're um, nervous and they drink or they're too nervous. much yeah, or okay. they're just like, it's or night women do it too. Yeah. But yeah or they expect something because you're all lubricated. Um, <laughs> or you things like you- But you don't have an excuse. Like if it's daytime, you can be like, oh, I need to go back to work. Like, what, what is she? And yeah. you're like, oh, that was 15 minutes and you are awful. So I'm going to leave now. Like, obviously that's not what you say. Or maybe it is, but yeah. 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 But and with then, drinks, like, it's a bit harder to, like, leave if you don't want to stay. Like, you can still. You can be like, oh, I got it. Like, but it's basically if you be like, I'm going to bed. And if it's, like, seven. like, yeah. But if it's daytime, a coffee, you could just be like, sorry, I have to go back to work. Or I'm meeting another friend. I'm doing something. And you, yeah. if you like each other, you can go have lunch. Or go for a walk or somewhere. Yeah. And um, it's important, I believe, to talk on the phone. Because you might meet someone who has a very irritating voice. And you say, I'm going to live with this person <laughs> It's going to be like somebody's pulling my hair. I don't think so. <laughs> that's such a thing. It's like voice, I think. Because like, and that's the thing in mannerisms. I find that with online dating, somebody can look very attractive. Like you can think you're attracted to them and you meet them. And their voice and the way they like act could just, I, I know that's weird. And the no, same yeah. thing with some people, you might not think they're very attractive and they have a voice that's just very like attractive or the way they talk, the things they have to say. Like, I just think that's why you can't be too pick like I don't know people who only care about a photo and looks I'm like you're missing out on so many people it's true so many people, so many people. Yeah. yeah yeah you're really limiting yourself <laughs> but I do love that voice thing because yeah. I think that's such a true thing well when I met Oscar for the first time my boyfriend his voice is very different I joke sometimes he's a beautiful voice I love his voice I have a weird voice he has a slightly weird voice I sometimes like to say it's like a little flute but it's not, well, he just, he, he, he was cracking up. I love him so much. We joke about this all the time because our voices get so high and so low. It really depends on the word we're pronouncing and the time of day, I guess. But yeah, we were both very surprised when we talked for the first time as to what our voices sounded like in person. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fun. Well, I definitely hope, Bianca, you're going to find someone. Thank and you. And it's going to be everything you want. Yeah. Don't give up. And this is the good time. Seriously, this is the good time to try because you don't have that, that stress. 
or now once things do start opening up and we are allowed to see people you could just tell them you have a cough after the <laughs> 20 feet away you're on a bad date put a mask on because yeah, everybody's right. going to wear a mask most of the like medical gloves on a date yeah. yeah, that's my new cat. Everything just shows up with a face mask. On. Yeah, a face mask like a lush mask. No, like no. a face protection. <laughs> yeah, good like dishwashing ones, like super intense <laughs> just to scare him a little bit. Oh my god! Oh, I'm so looking forward to have the interview with you and Oscar. Yeah, that'll be that'll fun. Be so it's going to be so much fun. Yeah, hopefully next week we can do that. Good, and you come back yeah. when you find your boyfriend or even just tell me you about your dating experiences anytime. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll give you an update. We have some just... fun dating stories. Oh God, I got some horror stories. <laughs> oh yeah, I want, I want it all. I want. We should know, do that. We should do a dating horror story special. Yeah, yeah. That... let's do it. I want that. People who are now like saying, oh, I cannot do this. To see there is possibility, to see that there is, there is life. Your life is not over. It just starts. So oh. let's do that. That would be fun. Yeah. yeah, let's do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm going to be in touch with you for next week. And maybe yeah. I don't think they're going to open up the place just yet. So let's do something at the end of May, if you are up to. Okay? Definitely. Such a pleasure to meet you, Thanks Becca. So having me. Great and lovely talking to you again. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Until next time, live the life of your dreams with the partner of your dreams. Lee Deva says goodbye.